We are live with our next episode. For some reason, it says my camera's not available. I don't know why it's saying that. Hold on one second. Hold on. Hey, I'm the only face you can see. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Let's go, boys. Oh, there we go. Now, Now it should be good. Okay, there we go. Now the camera's working. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with our... Uh, fourth episode of the Neutral Zone podcast. I know we took a little break, you know, this preseason games, let them roll out. We had some live stuff to do, you know. Cameron started college right now. He's at college doing an orientation. That's why we have a very special guest with us today. We have our boy Gaetano uh, with us today. Gaetano, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing absolutely beautiful. 
And um, I guess since, uh, you know, at the very beginning of the podcast, we did a little thing to introduce ourselves. I guess, Revived, to introduce you, I'll say, uh, just say your name, your favorite, uh, your favorite football team that you support, and uh, who is the biggest, since it's fantasy week, who is the biggest sleeper in the fantasy, uh, in the fantasy drafts this year? In your opinion. All right, so my name's uh, Gatana or Live Gamer, uh, and uh, I am a Broncos fan. But uh, for the sleeper fantasy pick, I don't think many of you are going to think about this, but uh, I would say James Cook, the uh, Buffalo Bills running back, is my sleeper pick. Okay. That's what I would say. That's pretty. I respect that. I do, too. I definitely respect that. Um, Austin, you know, we all know you. We all love you. Bengals fan, along with me. Who is your biggest sleeper pick? Just you know, kind of start it off. Uh, biggest sleeper pick, I think, and I I think a lot of people are sleeping on him because he didn't play in his rookie year. But I think Travis Etienne's gonna have a, a pretty good year. Mm. And, and I, then, you know, him and Trevor Lawrence got that connection. I think, I think it's funny because during our draft, and we'll, we'll we'll talk more about this. I think uh, Revive knows probably what I'm about to bring up. Revive drafted Travis Etienne in our fantasy draft, and everyone dogged on him for for picking him. And you know, everyone dogged on him and wait until the season starts because if he goes off, Revive's gonna be laughing at their in their faces, man. It's <laughs> I think Etienne's a good late round pick. Like in the later rounds, I think he's a good pick. What about you, Caleb? Who's your fantasy sleeper? Um. I was doing a little reading the other day, and I, I uh, picked him up off of waivers after our uh, our fantasy draft was over. I picked up Brian Robinson, the backup running back for the Commanders, mainly because Antonio Gibson is not getting very much playing time. I think they're gonna go with Brian Robinson to maybe even start, maybe not halfway through, the, maybe even near the beginning of the year, and he's looking like a dog. I'm telling you, he's looking great. So I think he's gonna start over Antonio Gibson, and I think he's going to be great. So I think um, Brian Robinson is my biggest sleeper pick for fantasy this year. Um, and with that being said, I think we should lead into our first topic for today. As we all know, week three of preseason has um, is ending today. Today's the last day for the preseason games. I don't know. Do you guys know who all plays today? I, the Steelers play, and then I think the Giants and the Jets play. I can't remember who the Steelers play, though. Okay. Um... Oh, there you go. So we get to watch more um, Kenny Pickett and Trubisky, maybe if he plays. And uh, you said the Giants and the Jets. Yeah, Trubisky's actually starting today. Is he okay? Do you think they're going to go with Trubisky as a starter? Do you think they're, that's where they go with Week One, or do you think they're going with Pickett Week One? I think they're going with Trubisky because I mean Pickett has been amazing, but to be fair, he's been playing against third string defenses. So I think maybe today he gets a little bit of the second string uh, defense he'll probably jump the depth chart against mason rudolph but i still think they're going through biscuit week one right and i you know i forgot mason rudolph was even there um he's been pretty solid in the preseason too you know talking about preseason and you know mason rudolph got me uh remember um the rams Bengals joint practice aaron oh. donald dual wielding helmets and smashing other people's heads in with the helmets what do you uh what do you think about that <laughs> um i'm not surprised because aaron donald's one of those players every time 
he feels something unfair happen to him or every time he's inconvenienced in the middle of the play, he'll always grab people by their face masks or mm-hmm. getting super over aggressive. I mean, grabbing people by the back of their neck. And, you know, one thing I thought was uh, interesting is, you know, the image that went viral was Aaron Donald holding the two helmets. Right after that, he got knocked over by one of the Bengals' offensive linemen. Right. So I don't know what started the fight. I don't think anyone knows what started the fight. But, yeah, yeah that was pretty wild. Do you think Aaron Donald should get, should be punished for that? Because I, I, this, this is a huge argument going on. I know I posted a TikTok on our TikTok. Go follow our TikTok, by the way. On, uh, at the neutral zone. But um, I posted on our TikTok, I posted the clip of uh, Aaron Donald dual-wielding the helmets, and you know people in the comment section are saying that he should get a... Um, he should be suspended from the year indefinitely. He should get a bigger suspension than Miles Garrett did, because he, you know, Miles Garrett had one, he had two. So people think he should get double the suspension because of you know he had two instead of one. Um, do you think Aaron Donald... Um, People are people are kind of people. It's funny. I think uh, there was another comment too that said that they were relating him back to LeBron James, saying that he can get away with anything in the league because of how you know how looked up he is, how he can get away with anything. Do you think he should be? What, what do you think they should do to punish him? Do you think they should punish him? Do you think they should? You know, it's preseason. It's a joint practice. Let him off the hook. Do you think he should be fine? I think this is, this is my opinion. I think he should be suspended six games and fined like a hundred thousand. That's I think that's yeah. a fair punishment in my opinion. I think I'd be on board with that. I don't like the NFL getting involved in like practices, but he dual wheel. I mean, if you hit someone hard enough with that, like you could kill them. So mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely think he deserves a suspension and a fine. What do you think they'll revive? Uh, so I mean, I might have a controversial opinion, but I'm gonna be real. I don't think it was that big of a deal. Like that's just me. Like. We literally saw during the Broncos Cowboys uh, joint practice that they were punching each other, like literally, like knocking each other out, and they really didn't lead to anything. So, like, I don't see why. Like, I understand what he did was bad, but like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it, some shit just happens, man. And like, you know, yeah, it's not a good thing, but like, I really don't like this whole thing of the NFL getting involved in all these type of things. Like, it's like, dude, you know. People make mistakes, and yeah, like sometimes you give them consequences, but to suspend someone six games for that, it's just to me, it's like, I don't, I don't think that's needed. But that's just my opinion. I, I, I can agree. agree. It was like a yeah. first time with a first. If it was a first time thing, the only reason why I'd say a suspension because Aaron Donald's done this several times, not swinging helmets at people, but he's been in trouble multiple times for fighting or grabbing people by the back of their neck, trying to choke them out. And, yeah, know, but that's just the I nature agree. of football, in my opinion. Like, yeah, I, I feel like that's that. kind of like I mean, boys like people are gonna say boys will be boys, like they're gonna get into arguments and scuffles. Like literally earlier in that practice, Lyle Collins ripped off a Rams helmet. He didn't smack anyone with it, but he ripped yeah, off a Rams I'd helmet. Say, but he didn't swing the helmets at people's heads. I'd say it's true, but if we're, someone we're were to get into like, like, then I agree. If he didn't swing the helmets, but. He practically flattened a helmet against someone. Yeah, there, there's there. a picture of the flex. The yeah, the picture of the flex is crazy. I, I saw that. That picture is. I'd say it's. He's lucky no one got hurt. Honestly, because oh, yeah. if if someone got seriously hurt, like if he were to like if he hit like, I don't know, Dax Hill. If he would have injured one of our like starting players with like a concussion, knocked him out or something like that. 
they probably would have thrown him out of the league. So he's lucky nothing happened, like, severely. Because if something very happened, then he would have been he would have been gone. I think gone. if someone got injured, he'd be. No, I think if someone got injured, he'd be suspended. Even though I think he should be for a couple games, I don't think he's gonna get punished at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't he's gonna get a fine. Yeah, I think it's kind of past to the point where he would get, you know, in trouble. And he did he? I don't think he played last or yesterday, did he? I don't. I didn't watch yeah. much of the game. Yeah. The so Rams I I think they're both, just kind of. They both sat all their starters. Yeah. Which, by but the way, that was actually a pretty good game last night. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Yeah, good, th- we won. We got a revenge game. I mean, it was a preseason game, but revenge, revenge game. I guess. I'll take whatever we can get. We we needed one win this preseason. We got we got our one win. I, yeah, game. I was I was happy with how it went. I thought Brandon Allen probably played his best game in a while, and um, man, Kendrick Pryor, that kid. I know we have a stuffed wide receiver room as it is, but he has been balling in the yeah. Preseason. Pretty sure he's undrafted out of Wisconsin, but he's he's fucking good. Dude. I remember watching the um, who did we play the second week? We that played was the, um, Giants game. the Giants. Yeah, I remember I watched the Giants game with Braden or uh, Zazu. I watched the Bra- uh, Giants game with him, and he was looking he was looking good. I I was at my campsite yesterday, and we were trying to get the game on a projector and watch it on like on the side of our RV, but it just would not work out, so I couldn't watch the game at all yesterday. I'm probably gonna rewatch it today. But I couldn't watch it at all yesterday. But yeah, I was I was kind of like you know keeping up with the score on my phone and all, you know, with also the uh, KSI event that happened yesterday. But I, yeah, you know, I didn't even see the KSI event. It was I just knew it was happening. It was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting. But um, well, you know what was man. crazy yesterday? Did you see the score to the Dolphins game? The Dolphins. Oh, they blew out. Yeah, I saw that. That was crazy. Good for them. I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, Benny's As down bad, even in preseason. Shit. Yeah, yeah. For, the Eagles, man. Well, the uh, Eagles, they played in the first two games. They did they win at all? I just know they had some garbage. Uh, they they went one and two. They had one and two. Two. one and two. Yeah. Man, preseason's like. Uh, the, the like these type of games, I I never know because I'm like I don't really watch preseason that much. Like I don't like you know make a priority. Yeah. Like usually during football season, I make a priority yeah. to watch the games. But preseason, I'm like, it's whatever. I'm not gonna. Yeah, the, the only the only the only reason why I watch preseason sometimes is well, one to see like who is gonna get their chance, right? Like who's gonna keep their spot on the rosters because mm-hmm. there's like a couple guys deep in the the uh, depth chart that. Might not keep their spot, so like that's what I tune in for usually. Right. Sometimes. Right. But, yeah, I thought, you know, that's true. One team that was actually kind of surprisingly interesting in the preseason was the Texans. They were fucking good in the preseason. They shut out the 49ers the other night too, and that running back Damian Pierce, dude, he might be really fucking good. Right. And you know the the 49ers are another team that was interesting to watch this preseason because obviously they. They're getting rid of Jimmy's not going to be their starter. They're starting Trey Lance, and Trey Lance looked good in the Packers game, but you know he was not looking good in that forty or the Forty Niners and uh, the Texans game. Right. How many? How many? Uh, took eleven snaps or eleven uh, attempts? Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. He got, he got about eleven throws. All right. That's not bad. Not bad. But um, what are what are some more highlights of the preseason that happened? Um, 
I think we have to talk about Kenny Pickett. It's only fair. Mm. Yeah, you know, Soul, Soul's not here <laughs> to yeah. talk about it. Tyler Huntley was really fucking good for the Ravens. Um, Dax Hill for the Bengals was sensational. That pick games. during the Giants game, holy shit. Fantastic that game pick. that was an amazing pick. One in the first game. Yeah. I think Dax Hill's going to be good, too. I think, you know, with a little bit more practice. And we got Jesse Bates back. I think if he, you know, under his wing, I think he's going to be great. I think Dax Hill has very good potential. I was very pleased when we drafted him because we needed secondary help. But then I saw him play as well, and I'm even more excited that we drafted him. Right. Like, I think that was a fantastic first-round pick. You know, it's kind of weird being excited for football season as a Bengals fan. You know, yeah. it's kind of weird being excited because usually we're like, oh, you know, we're about to go like you know, five and eleven again this year, and uh, now this year we're coming off a Super Bowl. I mean, Super Bowl loss, but now we're like, damn, we're pretty good. This is exciting. Now there's expectations. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah. You know, like usually now it's like okay, like now, like we're the eyes are all on the Bengals. We're expecting you to perform good. Yeah. So this year's gonna be really telling. I think. I think if we repeat as division champions and we – I mean, obviously, I think winning the Super Bowl would obviously be the next step up. But um, I think this year if they win the division again and they win a playoff game or two, that is going to solidify them as one of the most nationally like watched teams in football. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. obviously if they perform badly this year, they could say, oh, last year was a fluke. Yeah. So I think if they have a good season this year, it's going to really turn a lot of heads. Right. And, and you I know, think that we should be the favorites to win the division. Oh, I – I think by far, I know, you know, there's people obviously thinking that Lamar is still Superman, you know, people out there think that. And then there's people that think that Deshaun Watson's going to come back and be Superman. I. It's... That's something we should talk about too. The Browns in the preseason, they were not that impressive. They were. The only, the only part of their team that looked good was uh, Josh Dobbs. Mm-hmm. Josh Dobbs was actually falling. Right. And, um, you know, last week, the reason why we didn't do an episode last week, I was in Florida, or was that two weeks? I don't remember. Uh, one, of the, one of the weeks I couldn't do the, I couldn't do the podcast because I was in Florida, and we were in my uh, Airbnb place, and we were trying to find something to watch, and the only football game we could watch was the, uh, the Jacksonville game because it was like a local channel, and it was the only game on for Jacksonville for some reason. So we watched the, the Jacksonville-Pittsburgh game? It was Jacksonville versus the, the Browns. And my, oh. my, one of my buddies is a Browns fan. So he's like, oh, turn the Browns game on. She's like, all right, cool. They looked awful. <laughs> both, both teams looked. It was like I was, I don't, I didn't even know what, the I didn't know what I was watching. Really awful. I didn't even know what I was watching. I was watching that game and my friends were all like celebrating and something cool had happened. I'm just like, this is awful. <laughs> what am I watching? They had, like kick off every other minute. Didn't look that great. I don't think he played. I think this was week one. He did. He played. He played uh, I'm pretty sure. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, the third week was the only week he didn't play, right? This week was the only week he didn't yeah, play. Yeah, I think so. Oh. Or no, he didn't. He didn't play in the Hall of Fame game against the Ray. I know he played one of the games for a little bit. No, yeah, he definitely played one of the games. I know that for sure. Oh no, it was the same. No, it was yeah, it was the same game that Deshaun Watson also played and did absolutely awful in. I'm pretty sure. Was he, it this one? Yeah. The I, either way, he didn't look that good. Yeah, no, I remember because I, I got in a fight with someone on Twitter about it. So, yeah, I remember it was, the, it was the Browns game. but The whole Jags quarterback room is kind of scary. Like, obviously Lawrence could still be good, but their backup, Jake Luton, I mean, he got dropped. Um, they just, 
when I because I watched the Hall of Fame game too, mm-hmm. and like when I watched that, I could see first off Josh McDaniels. I know it's preseason, but every single game his team was ready and came prepared. Jared Stidham looked really solid, um, and even their backups were pretty okay. But when I was looking at the you know Jacksonville, I don't know if Doug Peterson was the right move for that team. Yeah, I think. Their whole coaching situation is just after Urban Meyer, you know, they're they're just they're kind of in like a, a shock state right now. I, I I'm with Trevor Lawrence. I like him as a player, but I think he's ugly as hell. I like him as a player though. I think he's I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate I hate his hair and his big ass nose. But I think he I think he's a good player. I think well, he has potential. If we ever try to get him on as a guest star. I'll tell, I'll tell it to his face. I'd be like, hey, bro, cut your hair and get a nose surgery. I don't, I don't know what you're doing with that. Dude, look at pictures of Trevor Lawrence and tell me he doesn't have a big nose. Just trust me. You don't notice it until you look you're at a picture. our chances of getting him on as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Trevor. Probably you, already have. Hey, yo, Trevor, you trying to, get me, trying to get on a guest? Nah, bro, you call my nose big. <laughs> oh, damn. Like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> he's like, and your he forehead, big bitch. To the MVP. He just wins MVP next year. He's like, well, shit. I mean, you... uh, we can't rule out the possibility they have a surprise season like Joe Burrow did with the Bengals last year. That Maybe is true. Trevor Lawrence takes the next step this year. Um, can you imagine Trevor Lawrence winning MVP next? That'd be the biggest. Like, I don't see it happening. I, I don't either. But that'd be insane if it did. You want to know something crazy? Um, not many people talked about this at all, which I thought was criminal. The Bears game last night, Justin Fields had more touchdowns than he did incompletions. He was three really? touchdowns, zero picks. He was 14 for 16 passing. He's finally wow. had a pretty good preseason. Again, I've, I've been a Justin Fields supporter since day one, since he you know was at Ohio State. He was amazing at Ohio State. I've been a supporter since day one, and you can ask, who's a Bears fan? Oh, yeah, um, uh, what's his name? Legend. You can ask Legend. I've told him since Bears the beginning. Fan. Yeah, he's a Bears fan. He's a, he likes guy. anything in Chicago, basically. Like, he likes the Bulls. Poor guy. But, you know, I told him since day one. I was like, I love Justin Fields. You know, he's a great – he was a great quarterback at Ohio State. He's, you know, he's young. He has he has a lot of potential. He's, you know, one of those scramble quarterbacks. And he has a lot of potential. He just had a bad season problem last is, year. Problem he's is, uh, it's, not him, it's not him that's the problem. Yeah, exactly. Literally, he's, he's on the Bears. He's on the entire organization. Yeah. yeah, like it sounds like we're making excuses, but genuinely, everyone around him is the problem. His offensive line is the worst. His receiving mm-hmm. core, like, it's is not good. It's really not good. They all they have is Darnell Mooney, like That's his receivers, it. pretty much. And then That's the defense has fallen off a lot. Roquan Smith is, is said he's going to play now, but he was about to leave. Like, right, new coach, horrible front office. Just not very good. Hit. It's very bad. It's very, very bad. That's why I really feel bad for those type of situations because they happen quite often where a young rookie just gets put in a horrible team and system, and then they just never get to flourish. And then that sometimes actually ends people's careers without even it being, you know, giving them a really fair chance. Yeah, it's not you're not giving them a fair chance at all. Yeah. One One team, I think, I had high expectations for. I remember when we were doing our preseason expectations. And I want to lead into this team, Rob, because I'm sure you're going to want to talk about them. The Broncos. They're. Yeah. I mean, that division is probably the toughest division in football right oh, now. Oh, by far. Offensive firepower. Yeah. Like, 
I think Russ is too good to miss the playoffs with that team around him, but I haven't really paid attention to them in preseason. Like, were they impressive at all? I don't think Russ played, right? Oh, yeah, Russ did not play, so we didn't really get to see Russ. Um, it was something I did watch last night's game, and uh, one thing to note is K.J. Hamler did return. He previously tore his, uh, I think it was his ACL, I believe. Um, so he was out the entirety of last year, pretty much. So he, having him back this year is going to be huge. He's like a big weapon for us since Tim Patrick did get injured. Um, but another guy I want to talk about that actually did show up quite a bit yesterday and over the the course of this preseason is uh, a rookie uh, wide receiver, Seth Williams. He's been very good for us. I did not like expect him to do that much, but this preseason he's been really good, and I really hope that he stays on the depth chart for us because he's been explosive. He had a really good catch yesterday. For about like I think it was 50 yards, 60 yards, and it, like the way that you know he his route running and all that is just great, and I think he could be a nice guy that to, to slot in and maybe fill that type of role that you know maybe not necessarily to a T, but just have a guy that can go out there and um, be a weapon for us because we looked really solid this preseason. I believe we went two and one. Um, yeah, our defense though has been the real shine. Like last night, our defense was literally just destroying the Vikings. Um, so yeah, we had like, yeah, uh, I was really proud of Nick Benito. He had like two sacks and in, in the late, uh, fourth quarter and just really, really good performances out of our guys. And I'm really, really happy because our D line is actually starting to look quite promising with, uh, some of the pieces we've gotten. And I'm really excited to see the pressure to get the quarterback. So yeah, uh, I've been pretty happy as well as, uh, also I almost forgot to say the last thing I'll say is, uh, Montreal Washington got his first touchdown, which pretty interesting so yeah uh yeah that's all i really yeah, have that, to say that broncos offense like when i look at it on paper i mean obviously you have russ receivers you have Cortland sutton who i think is one of the most underrated receivers in the league. jerry judy who is like shown signs kj hamler i believe that's their starting three if i were to guess yeah and then at running back you still have javante williams who was fantastic last year and then you still have melvin gordon right yes correct so i mean that offense I don't see why they can't compete with the Chiefs, who have lost all their, you know, their receiver firepower. They'll, you know, they have Travis Kelsey, but they don't have a solid number one running back. And then when you look at all the other teams, you see holes. You know, I mean, L.A. Obviously, they have great receivers, but there, you know, there have been games where Justin Herbert hasn't shown up. The the Broncos yeah. game last year. I mean, I remember throwing a game losing pick six to Sertan. So I think yep. the, when you really look at it, I think the Broncos could be the most complete team in that division, offense and defense. Because mm-hmm. the Chargers' defense looks great on paper, but they haven't been good the past few seasons. The mm-hmm. Raiders' defense is their biggest problem. And then the Chiefs, their defense had moments last year, but they lost Tyron Matthew, and I think they still have Sorensen. Yeah. I definitely think the Broncos have a big chance of winning that division. I think they. I don't think. I don't know if they're the favorite or not. But I, I think you know. You know, obviously that division's really difficult. But I think they can beat out the Raiders. You know, with Devontae Adams and Derek Carr. I still think Derek Carr is going to be Derek Carr. So I think. I think they can beat out the Raiders easily. I'm not a big Derek Carr guy. I'm gonna be honest. I don't, okay. I'm not a big Derek Carr guy. Um, I just think with everything that went on last year, I think he played pretty solid, and now he just got Devontae Adams. Yeah. Right. I would say it's definitely going to be very interesting to see this. Like, that's just being a Broncos fan, it'll be good because I want to watch the entirety of, like, 
our division and see how is everything's going on, you know, because it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Because um, I will say uh, there's going to be like a big stretch of games. Uh, our like last like seven to eight games. Let me pull up our schedule. It is tough. Like I mean, it's rough. Uh, let me pull it up. Okay, here we go. So starting on. Uh, so, yeah, our last, like, eight games. This is our, our, our last, like, six games around. Eight to six games. We play the Raiders, and we play the Panthers. But then we play the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Cardinals, the Rams, the Chiefs again, and the Chargers. So that is a really tough stretch. The last, like, six, seven, eight games yeah. of the season. We play, like, pretty much all playoff teams. Most, like, you know, from previous seasons. So, like, it's going to be a tough stretch. But I, I, I do think that... You know, the best teams, the, the teams that are Super Bowl winners have to beat the best of the best. That's how you win. Right. You have to beat the best of the best. And you have to stay competitive. So I'm just really excited because this is the first time since literally the year we won the Super Bowl that we might actually have a chance to make the fucking playoffs, which, excuse me, but that's just, yeah. I'm just first excited for that. Year since you guys have had, like, a good quarterback. Yeah, any fucking quarterback. Oh, so, man. But, yeah. That division's really interesting, man. And the entire AFC, it's not just the West that I think is. I mean, obviously the North, you have Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and we hate Deshaun Watson, but, like, talent-wise, he's really fucking good last time we saw him. Yeah. And then if Kenny Pickett starts and he plays like he has been the preseason, you know, he might look super fucking good. And then you have the East, and you have Tua, who's been getting better every year that he's played. Now he's just got Tyreek and Josh Allen. And then, you know, even in the South, you have Matt Ryan, who was MVP a couple of years ago. So, like, the entire AFC quarterback-wise is just loaded. Yeah. The AFC is loaded. It is loaded. Completely loaded. the NFC is, like, I mean, when you think of the NFC quarterbacks, I mean, obviously you think Aaron Rodgers first, but, like, every other quarterback you can think of is, like, not in that upper echelon. Yeah, Brady, but that's about it, really. Yeah, and Brady. But, like, when you look at... The NFC, like, is Stafford in that top category? You know, everyone's high on Jalen Hurts this year, but has he really shown anything? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of unknown quantities and just, like, not just simply not as good talent-wise. Like, the AFC just has the better quarterbacks by, like, a large margin. A very large the margin. The first time in a while, too. Because yeah. it used to be the NFC was where all the firepower was at. Uh-huh. But yeah. It's, uh, it's be, looking uh, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Should we talk about Madden real quick before we move to fantasy? Oh, dear God. oh boy, yeah, we should. Oh, so the new Madden came out. What was it last Friday? Was it this Friday? Or I think it was last last Friday. Uh, last last Friday. Yeah. So the weeks. yeah two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Two weeks ago. So I know. Um, I've been playing it a little bit. I got it for my Xbox, so that means I can play it at work. So I've been playing it a little bit at work. Kids have been playing it at work and giving me their opinions on it. All the kids hate it. All the kids that I, at my work absolutely hate it. They think. It's like the the lead passing and like the new the new like skill passing. They think it's like brand new. They hate it. They think it's it's been in the game forever. They just they just haven't like shown out. Now. Yeah, it's been in the game forever. <laughs> they just put a new name and a meter on it. It's yeah, not that like it's literally not that difficult. That's, it's that, literally, that's what I said. And I was like, it's. I it's the funniest part about it was that they advertised like the breaking tackle as like a new feature this year where you mash the button. That was in like Madden eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, like or the the, the tackle battles too, like the and then, but dude, the, the amount of break tackles is freaking insane, dude. Oh, it's, it's like, awful. 
It's like, I dude, literally, people like, literally will break like six tackles and go to the end zone. Yeah, you can't play head to head, dude. It's literally, it's all, like if you're a one on one with someone, they're getting a touchdown. Like it's, you're just like, oh well, match the A's as far as you can. You can't really do much anyway. But, like we talked about ratings before, but the gameplay is just like, yeah, it's better than Madden 22, but like. Yeah, Madden 22 was dog game. awful. It was literally the one of the worst Maddens I think I've ever played and in my life. Madden 21 was even worse, and Madden yeah. 20 was even worse. Like, it, people are like every single year. I see the same quote every year from reviewers: "A step yeah. in the right direction." Bro, we've been taking baby steps since Madden 13. Dude, like, they completely ruined Superstar KO. That was my favorite mode back yeah, in Madden 20. Yeah, didn't they take out the college shit? Madden, Madden 20 yeah, was like, the best. Madden 22 added the college Superstar KO, and that was awesome too. But then Madden yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. Superstar KO was at its peak because you could play, you could have Snoop Dogg as a receiver. You could have Giannis Antetokounmpo as a wide receiver in Madden 20 Bro, on Superstar have, KO. Like, Quavo. You could have all the Migos. You can have, oh, can it's have fucking, so um, funny. I could have DJ Khaled as my coach. Yeah, you get, <laughs> you get uh, DJ like, Khaled's also quarterback. Was he was cool, also a quarterback, man. too. Yeah, that, like, back it then when they actually the cared. New modes. It was, yeah, it was so one of the sick. first new modes they made in a while that was good. But Jen, I haven't enjoyed a Madden since, like, Madden 16. Like, right. 17, I, actually, I, I like 17 a little bit. I won't lie. Um, but from that point on, like, I really think it was already bad because, like, after, well, you know, they rebuilt everything in Madden 13 and they cut everything. They've been slowly adding more features over the years. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, it, I know it sound like a broken record because everyone says this who gives Madden a bad review, but genuinely, Madden 04 at Madden 05 has more features than Madden 22. Mm-hmm. And the gameplay's better. Like, I just think Madden 22, from all that I've played of it, and I think that's another big thing, the PC version is the xbox one and ps4 version they yeah they don't they don't yeah. they don't update those yeah that's that's what really doesn't make any sense to me at all one of the newest things they added and this is like one of the only things they advertised that they added was the gritty <laughs> literally yeah. all of the, the nice. gameplay is the same all of the i, I will say though i will say same. as much as much as we are dogging it i will say the one thing that they did do a good job of is that it seems like this year there's not as many like like game breaking glitches that previous Maddens mm. had at launch. Like I remember in twenty two there was some bad, bad glitches that would happen. Yeah. Especially like just the the way like the players would be and like there's been some bad glitches, but there has obviously been like a few here or there. But I will say like the the problem to me is like the gameplay this year I feel like is actually salvageable compared to last year because the basis of the gameplay this year isn't as bad like really what the problem is in this year's gameplay if anyone hasn't played it is one there is a broken blitz blitz that literally you cannot really you know combat unless you just throw within two seconds so there's a broken blitz everyone all they use is the broken blitz and basically, if you have any, you know, if you if you use, uh, if you play uh, Ultimate Team or you play, you know, against him and Regs or whatever, anyone who uses Donald Parham will literally just snag over you. So you can just throw up a streak to him and aggressive catch, and he will catch it over you. So there is little to no skill in offense and defense right now, like at all. So that's like the main problem with the game is just that there's just like clear issues and game breaking like you know, things, including the, the, the blitz and stuff. That's what really ruins the game right now. 
But yeah. Yeah, I just I thought it was funny. EA came out and uh, they said this is the most polished version of Madden that we've ever put out. And and then the O line can't even the O line can't even hold for two seconds. Oh, the O line's awful, <laughs> man. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the game. I'm like, this is what you're bragging about for your presentation. This is what you think is most popular. Well, I, they do what that because we all know why they do that because it's for marketing and it's just yeah. it, they do they they it's almost like they have well I, I don't really blame them for doing that anymore that's just how EA is gonna be they're gonna be a, a EA I'm not really surprised because kids are gonna look at that tweet they're and be gonna, like oh look they I'm said it's the best gonna, we gotta get it I'm still gonna call them out for it because it's just it's bullshit like, it is it is bullshit but. It, they I'm have gone away with it for plenty of years and that's why a lot of people don't trust them it's like them but saying Call of Duty's different every year. I really, I really hope is. 2K, the new 2K football game they make, I really hope it is fucking amazing. Dude, if they, the only problem, if they ruin this college right. game, I'm going to be Yeah, pissed. wait, wait. They're yeah, gonna, they're I, the I, college I game. The, the only That's problem the with... Engine as Madden. Yeah, the only problem with the 2K game is it's not going to be a simulation game. So it's not really going to be like a Madden, like, um, like you know, a, a competition for Madden because it won't be the same gameplay-wise. I think it's going to be more like an arcade thing. Kind of like, uh, yeah. Have you ever played like NBA Jam? That's gonna be. I feel like that's what's gonna kind of be like the NBA Jam to Madden. Is what, but like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's gonna be more to me because yeah. Madden was at its best when there was a bunch of competition. Oh uh, yeah, they got for the sure. Exclusive rights. It got worse year after year. Yeah. I'm worried about the college football game because it runs on the Frostbite engine. Which why are you putting a sports simulation game on the same engine as fucking Battlefield? Surprised they even still use that engine. <laughs> yeah, and they, they think it's good. Like it's, it's yeah, good. I don't I don't understand that. I just want it to be, like I just want it like I don't want it to be like oh I'm playing Madden 23 and then I play this college game and it looks different just everything's reskinned. Yeah, everything's that's the, the same. It's like the same game. I really, because that's what Madden yeah. really is. Like Madden, like they always have like the same like animations. They always like Madden yeah, 22, Madden 23. They have the really, same stuff. Yeah. You can't thing. really change that much about a football game. You can't just like put like giant like I don't know, like you can't really change that much about the game besides making the gameplay like tune the gameplay and make it try to make it better. Well, That's I just like really cuz I know like they do like the fucking same animations every year. Like I don't want like I don't want it to be like, "Oh, this is obvious. They just fucking copy and paste the animation from Madden 23." Like I just want them to like make new animations and new stuff for the college like, you know, yeah, for call they they have to man. They can't keep everything the same and just like make it a copy and paste of Madden gameplay. That's gonna be so annoying. See, we yeah. we say that, but I definitely believe that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, oh, it, it probably sure will be the case. Yeah, I for sure. probably will the one thing the I am excited about the college game is though. I read or I watched an interview. Some guy did an interview with one of the heads that are working on the college football game. They said that they're talking to all the teams that they have included, and it's being it's kind of hard to include every team because they need to like ask every player and basically they, they, they like this whole system that they're going through, but they're going through all these teams that they have. And they're asking about the, um, the special things that teams do when they, you know, when they come out to the field, like, you know, a lot of uh, different teams have different traditions. Like some teams come out and they break like a cement block when they come out and stuff like that. Like I know Ohio state, they do uh, script Ohio at halftime, which is like a tradition. So it's like they're asking all these teams and asking what traditions they do when they start, like in the third quarter, uh -huh. first quarter, second quarter, and they're going to implement that into the game. So that's kind of exciting. I, I'm excited I, for I that. I just don't understand why it's cool. an issue for them now when NCAA was doing that 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Like NCAA 14's presentation is the best presentation ever put in a football game, in my opinion. Dude, the custom, team like, custom team, the custom team thing was in like stadium and stuff like that was awesome. It was so sick. 
Yeah, for sure. Should we uh, talk about fantasy teams, though? Yes. So this week is a big week for fantasy. So, you know, you know, week three just ended. All the, Everyone got their looks at some people. This week is like the proclaimed fantasy week because mainly everyone's fantasy drafts are this week because, you know, the season starts next, the, the week after this week. So everyone's doing their fantasy drafts this week. Like, I got my fantasy draft this Thursday, which is my birthday, by the way. So there you go. Um, hey, let's go. <laughs> this is my last week being 18. But, um, you know, we got – everyone's got their fantasy drafts this week. So I thought we'd go through – our fantasy draft because we did our fantasy draft like a little over a month ago. So I thought we'd yeah. go through all of our teams in our fantasy league and give grades to um, how they drafted. Okay. If that'd be kind of so we can. I have like a little thing here of all of our teams. Should we go through our own first? Uh, yes. First. Yes. So I'll go. Right. I got mine here. I'll get mine up real quick. So I just have all the all the. Team, let me make sure no one has an out-of-pocket name. Though. Okay, yeah, that should be fine. Okay. Uh, window capture. There we go. Oh, this looks weird. So the first week in our league is me versus our friend Cat. Um, let me see how it looks. Oh, you can barely even tell. Okay, hold on. <laughs> well, what's your team? I was say, why don't you just announce your team first? So my team is right now. This is my starting team. My starting team is Joe Burrow at quarterback, Dalvin Cook at running back, J.K. Dobbins as RB two, T. Higgins is as wide receiver one, Juju as wide receiver two, George Kittle as tight end, Brandon Ayuk for my flex, defense is for Bills, and my kicker is Evan McPherson. Did we grade him real quick? Uh, revive. And then I you want you want on my bench. Uh, sure. My bench is Chris Olave, Tua, Rondale Moore, Tyler Higby, AJ Green, Brian Robinson, and Zamir White. Okay. So Not that bad. Is, that is my team. I did get Brian Robinson. I did trade Brian Robinson for uh, Sony Michelle. So I would I just say your biggest no, issues are your receivers, in my opinion. I agree. I definitely agree. <laughs> right. I, I, I love T. Higgins. Don't get me wrong. Um, but. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is your flex, like that's solid. Who is your wide receiver too? Juju Smith-Schuster. I think that if Juju has a good year, that's a great pick. But yeah. ever since he's been on his own and been a number one receiver, he hasn't really been that great. But I right. think the team's solid. I would give it a a B. Yeah, I'd give it around the same, maybe like a B plus around there. B plus, I'll take that. I'll take that. Very um, solid. I like it. Uh, yeah, go ahead, do yours. Alright, so my starters, I got Josh Allen at quarterback, Aaron Jones is running back one, A.J. Dillon is running back two, Debo Samuel wide receiver one, Brandon Cooks wide receiver two, Kyle Pitts at tight end, Tyler Lockett as my flex, Saints defense, and then Tyler, ba uh, Tyler Bass as my kicker. And then my bench, I got uh, Damian Harris as running back, Carson Wentz, Irv Smith Jr., Marquez Valdez-Scantlin, Michael Gallup, Kenyon Drake, and then the Panthers' defense. Very solid as well. I like that team. I uh, I yeah, I think you had a pretty good team. You had a pretty good draft. 
The one I'm most excited for is Debo Samuel. Right. And Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is always like low key, really super good. He's just on a bad team. That is true. That is a uh, very solid player. It always gets the job done during uh, fantasy. Thing about the only thing I would say is your two running, your two starting running backs yeah. are on the same team. Yeah. Confession time. When I drafted AJ Dillon, I forgot I drafted Aaron Jones. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck. But yeah, that's that, that's the only thing. Yeah, uh, happen. Well, and you have Kenyon Drake, who is uh, currently not on a team. Well, when I, I was saying when I drafted him, he was on the Raiders still. Yeah. And then yeah. He got dropped. Rip. But, um, but other than that, I'd say your team's pretty goaded. I'd give it probably a B plus. Yeah, I'd say the same B plus. I can accept that. Yeah, I'd what say it's pretty you good. Revived? Uh, so uh, we did this draft like I think when did we do this draft like a month ago almost? A little yeah. over a month ago, yeah. Dude, yeah, like I feel like, bro, if we did this like draft a few weeks ago, I think my team would be different, or I think all our teams would be different. Obviously, yeah, but, I definitely uh, wouldn't have drafted fucking Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so my team for right now is uh, Kyler Murray uh, for my quarterback, and I got DeAndre Swift and Joe Mixon as my running backs. Then I got Marquise Brown and Cortland Sutton as my receivers. Mm. Um, I have TJ Hawkinson uh, as my tight end. And my flex right now, I have Travis Etney. Um, hopefully he does good. But and then I have the Ravens defense and Brandon McManus as my kicker. And then on, and then my bench is my is James Cook, as I was talking about earlier. I think he could be nice, hopefully. Uh, Russell Gage, Robert Woods, Jamison Crowder. Zach Wilson, which I mean, sadly be out, but you know, hopefully comes back uh, all good. Uh, Jarek McKinnon and Cedric Wilson. So there's my bench. Right there. Caleb's dying. <laughs> oh shit! I think, you yeah, I think Kyler Murray's gonna be like for the first eight games of the season. I think Kyler Murray's gonna be fantastic. Um, my, I think my biggest concern with your team is like if he collapses in the second half, like you're gonna need like. Yeah, I think someone other than Zach. I don't have time to trust Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Zach Wilson. He's got the dog in him, man. He's got that dog in him. He's got that dog in him. I'm about to pick up Kenny Pickett real quick. Hopefully he does nice. <laughs> yeah, he might have to do that. He might be available. Is, is Kenny Pickett not available? Or is yeah, he he's available. available. Oh, he really? Check the free agency. He is, he is. Honestly, trade Lock, Zach Wilson. Trade Zach Wilson for Kenny Pickett. Oh, we got we got to talk about that later. By the way, speaking of Drew Locke, what? we got we got to talk. Oh, about Oh yeah, Geno Smith got named as the starter. Yeah, by we got to talk about that. All the Pittsburgh quarterbacks are available still in our league. All oh, the Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh Jesus! I think as long as someone didn't get Pickett. I feel like someone got Pickett. What do I so, feel like? The uh, thing is, I don't. Uh, they're not gonna start Pickett though, so like, no. they're not obviously gonna start him. So like, but I could see them starting him at midseason. Maybe, yeah. Like Soup's name is Pickett Six. Like, <laughs> he doesn't even have him on his bench or anything. That's tough. He has George Pickens, but I mean, damn. I was wondering who had George Pickens. I was just looking that name up. Well, um, I guess while I'm on Soup, oh my god. Soup is projected to destroy uh, Flamer by over 20 he points. He always does good. Yeah, well, you know, it's... I'm projected to lose week one. I forgot. What, what am I projected? I'm projected, I'm projected to win by one point. 
I play Kareem. I don't know who's team. Oh, uh, wait. Uh, oh, that's uh, Legend, Stewart. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, well, I think I'm going to win. Here's why. He's got Derek Carr. I think Josh Allen's going to out-throw Derek Carr. He's got Christian McCaffrey, who will probably outscore Aaron Jones. Alvin Kamara will probably outdo A.J. Dillon. I think Debo Samuel is going to outdo Terry McLaurin. Brandon Cooks is going to outdo Michael Thomas because Michael Thomas is injured again. Uh, Darren Waller versus Kyle Pitts. That could go either way. I think Tyler Lockett will do better than Kareem Hunt. He's not even on. He's not even going to play. Yeah. Because he wants to get traded. Indy special teams versus New Orleans. I think I'll do better on that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, we just got a big injury. Giants quarterback Tyrod Taylor was carted to the locker room. Oh. Yeah, I hope he's all good. That's, that's not a good thing. Wow, good Vikings wide receiver Bissy Johnson is feared to suffer a torn in ACL. Bro, so oh, many big He That injury looks scary, but he's uh, uh, apparently he's going to be fine. Um, well, let's, let's talk about that too real quick. <laughs> Cam's typing in the Discord. Kayvon Thibodeau, was that a legal hit or not? Yes, I think, I think it was a legal hit. I think... Literally, the Giants did the same cut block later that game. I think he would tended it for it to be a legal hit. He just did, did took a really poor angle and poor timing. Yeah. So I uh, Caleb, are you? Do you want to show uh, Cameron's team real quick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me. He's just typing about on the Discord. So Cam's team, and we can grade Cam's team. Uh, Cam has Dak Prescott. That's a solid 20 points. Austin Whenever, Eckler. If he's, playing, if he's playing the NFC East, Dak Prescott's good at 30. Well, his first week is uh, Buccaneers. Oh, uh, so, we'll see. Yeah. Austin Eckler's a great pickup, though. Yeah, Austin Eckler's first run, uh, running back. Running back two, Saquon. Uh, if he stays healthy, he might be good. Uh, he's got CD and Jerry Judy for his wide receivers, which I'm high on Jerry Judy. Dalton Schultz as a tight end. Darnell Mooney so, as a wide receiver. He's got that Cowboys offense. He's got the Rams defense, and he's got Matt Gay. <laughs> oh, boy. Holy fuck. My, um, I think my mom just got home. <laughs> I think that's a solid team, but the biggest issues, in my opinion, are the receivers. I've just never seen CD and Jerry Judy as big fantasy receivers. And Darnell Mooney. I love Darnell Mooney, but is he going to beat double coverage? I don't know. Yeah, I will say about, I think, the entirety of our receiving core, I wouldn't put too much stock into fantasy just because, you know, we haven't had a quarterback so yet. So, yeah, and we had Teddy Bridgewater. Sutton, I think of guys, I think of him making big contested catches. Yeah. Whereas in fantasy, you kind of want someone that's going to take a five-yard gain into, like, a 20-yard gain. That is true. Um, but But, yeah, that is very true. But, you yeah, know, I think Cameron's team is solid. I would give it a... Uh, I'd give his team probably a good, like, B+, plus, maybe A-. Minus. Eh, nah, yeah, I B+. I, plus. I think I'd give him an A-. Minus. I think, I think <laughs> I'd give him an A+. Plus. Or not, <laughs> A+. Plus. Give, a+. Plus. B+. Oh. B+. B+. Now he's going to clip that and just, you know, start bragging that he's no. called his team A+. Plus. <laughs> trade him Devontae again. Oh, no. no. Oh, then it would be an A+. Plus. Good lord. Bro, how long do we think until someone does a god trade and just ruins the league? You know, how long do we think? Um, I don't know. It depends when Reagan's wants to draft or trade was... someone. Nah, dude, okay. <laughs> that trade that I made 
saved my season for me last year. I needed a running back. Um, but it saved your season, but it ruined everyone else's because we all lost. That's fine, bro. I'm <laughs> to get everyone else to win. Like, yeah, but like um, you gotta win. You gotta win yourself. I was. I made an executive decision. That what did you place in the playoffs? I, everyone's talking about that. I literally beat Cameron after he got Devonte. Yeah, but, but like that's not that's not winning the league, is it? I beat him. Like everyone said that. Did you he beat was, him? Like, did you beat him when it counts, though? That's the crew. Yes. Did you, really? Because that was he the won last the game I played against him. Yeah, but you didn't beat him when it counts. I didn't get a chance to. Exactly. <laughs> you can't all say right, it saved right, your team. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> it just saved my team. All right, anyway, let's 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 look. I think we're over we're overlooking how Benny traded all of his good players for fucking kickers. And shit. That that is true. Benny, that is Benny, true. Benny did did that at the end. That was. <laughs> that no was one gave bad. him as much shit as he deserved for that. That was pretty bad. Um, I think we should look at, um, our friend Ryan, in our fantasy league. He is from the Netherlands. He knows absolutely nothing about football. The only thing he knows about football is one player, and that's Aaron Rodgers. That's the only thing, that's the only thing he knows about football. He picked that's Aaron Rodgers college. number one in the <laughs> number one pick no, in the draft. Not number one, no. Do you remember I remember he was like he was like the third, fourth pick and he picked Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> We're all like, oh good lord. But um no, you know who I who I think we should talk about out of respect to is Cody Audacity. Oh um, yeah, look at his Cody is low-key like a pretty big football fan, too. And his team, he's got some players. He's got Russ as his quarterback. Jonathan Taylor as his running back. That's the old, that's the biggest reason I took I kept track of his team was because he drafted uh, JT. And he has Cam Akers, Jalen Waddell, Adam Thielen, Zach Ertz, Gabe Davis, Bucks defense, and Matt Prater as his kicker. And then I think he's got one of those underrated tight ends on his bench, uh, Pat Fryermuth. I think his team might be one of the best drafted. I'm not going to lie. His team looks pretty good. My only like, question mark is Adam Thielen. Yeah. And even, I mean, you know, oh my gosh, my dog is going crazy right now. <laughs> and even though they have Justin Jefferson too, like Adam Thielen's not awful, you know? No, he's really good. So. Zazu's team is pretty solid as well. Let me take a look at this team. The most underrated quarterback in the league, Kirk Cousins. And he got Ezekiel Elliott, Devin Singletary, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, Dallas Goddard, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Cowboys defense, and then Nick Folk as his kicker. I think his receiving core might be the best one in our entire league. Also got like one of the best kickers in the league, Rodrigo Blankenship, who we also has as a guest on the podcast God right damn now. It. God damn it. <laughs> Not him. You know, yeah, Not you know, him. the other team is pretty like Kirk Cousins, Zeke, and then on his bench too, he has Melvin Gordon, uh, Robbie Anderson, Marvin Jones Jr. No, it's not. Yeah, people not un- awful. People underrate how good. I, I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but Kirk Cousins threw thirty-three touchdowns to seven picks last year, and over four thousand yards. Like this guy is not a bum. I think he's a pretty solid quarterback to have. Yeah, for sure. I think he will beat RJ. Do you think he'll be RJ? Because his first match of the year is him versus RJ. RJ has Tom Brady, Derrick Henry, Leonard Fournette, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin, Mark Andrews, Tony Pollard, Chargers, D, and Daniel Carlson. He's projected to beat him by like 20. 
Yeah, his team is fucking good, dude. I might have to say RJ's team wins that. Brady's easily 20 points a game. So, I mean. And he's got Derrick Henry, who you know is literally going to be. The Titans' offense sucks. Like, he's going to be the only thing that's getting yards on that team. And they're versing the Giants. So, Derrick Henry oh, yeah. versus the Giants he's is. going to murder them. Gonna be, yeah, it's going to be crazy. And then, yeah, no. I think RJ's team's have, like, a steamroll, like. There's uh, Zazu, unfortunately. But, um. This team is kind of interesting. Chuck, I think, had his whole team auto drafted. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, the auto draft did him pretty solid. He's got Lamar Jackson, Javante Williams, James Conner, Cooper Cup, DJ Moore, Cole Komet, Brees Hall, Commander's Defense, and I don't know this kicker's name. Cade York. Cade York. That offense. Looks pretty fucking good. And his bench is pretty good, too. Amon Ross, St. Brown, Christian Kirk, Traylon Burks, Jacoby Myers, Trey Lance, if Trey Lance ends up being a dog. Yeah, if he does. That was a big gamble for them. I give respect um, to Chuck's opponent, Brad, though. Brad, right, literally, I kid you not, right when I heard about Julio Jones going to the Buccaneers, like, literally right when it popped up on my phone, I literally, it was... Julio Jones going to the Buccaneers right under it. Brad Strzok, uh, uh has picked up Julio Jones via waivers. <laughs> like, jeez, dude. Dude I had the fingers. I went to pick up Julio and he was gone. I was so pissed. Dude had his finger. Yeah, Brad's team is pretty good, too. I think everyone in the in this league doesn't have an awful team. Yeah, what sucks is someone's going to come in last place and they're going to have a decent team. Yeah. Who's Benny's team? Where's Benny's team? Benny's name is Eagles fan. Benny, Benny's oh, team, of course, is quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts. He's got Antonio Gibson, Gibson. Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Dawson Knox, Keenan Allen, Bengals D, and Jake Elliott. Okay, I think I found the worst one. No, <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's I'm Benny. I'm surprised none of Benny's teams are out, but or players are out yet. Jalen Hurts, man, as quarterback. I like Everyone's hyping him up to have a big season. He did not throw the ball good last year. Like, well, he's just a good. He's just a good fantasy quarterback. I wouldn't say he's like a good quarterback. He's just a good fantasy quarterback, which okay. I can see why. But because he's he's projected like the most because the you know yeah. Uh, when I, I got home like forty minutes ago. Hi, Caleb's mom. Love you too. Love you too. <laughs> But um, but yeah, like his team isn't his team is not half bad, or it's not half. I'd say it's, I think it's probably the, the weakest team. I'm not gonna lie. I think his team is the weakest team. Maybe even maybe even weaker than I. I don't know. Ryan's team. Ryan has Aaron Rodgers, Darrell Henderson Jr., uh, Chase Edmonds, Amari Cooper, Deontay Johnson, Hayden Hurst, Elijah Moore, Steelers, Dean Harrison Butker. That might be the worst team. Yeah, and you know, obviously he has an excuse. He doesn't know football at all. He just kind of picked whatever he wanted to. I think he basically picked people's name based off of their names. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. But, I just um, signed someone because I noticed because uh, I had to get rid of uh, Kenyon Drake. I forgot that I still had Kenyon Drake on the ooh, roster. Who'd you sign? Nico Collins. Ah. Texas receiver. He's pretty much the number. He's, he's a really good slot receiver. So hopefully he does good. But um can we talk about top three, bottom threes? Sure, we do top three, bottom three. Let me see. Isn't it, is it Caleb? 
It's your turn this week, right, Caleb? I think, since we have a guest, I think we should let our guest do it this year, this week. Okay. So, Revive, what top three and bottom three is, is you give just a random prompt. It could be anything that you want. It has to do with sports top three, and we, and we say the top three, bottom three of what you say, basically, if that makes any sense. So it's like, for instance, and like you do top three, like top three teams you think, who's going to have the top three best offenses in the NFL? Who's going to have the bottom three defenses in the NFL? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Okay. Um, let me think about this. Shit, I just noticed either the Jets or the Giants are going to be undefeated in preseason. Oh, damn, that's insane. Uh, you know what? Here's here's a fun one. Uh, top three, uh, top three tight ends. Oh, okay. I already know mine. I think. Yeah, I think I have uh, mine too. I would I would go number one as. George Kittle, just because he's a great blocker and he's a great receiver. Number two is Travis Kelsey, fantastic receiver. Um, and then number three, I got Kyle Pitts. Really? Yeah. Number I know one. Kyle Pitts only had one touchdown last year. I don't give a fuck. He My number one blocking. tight end isn't even on your top three. Don't I say think Hayden Hurst. No. Not, <laughs> not, not Hayden Hurst. Mark Andrews. <laughs> Wow, you have a number one? Travis Kelsey and Kittle. Wow. I I That's, uh, I like Mark Andrews. Yeah, I uh I will have to probably agree with Kittle, but that's just me. Same I think list. he uh well I would say Samus, but I, I definitely am high on Mark Andrews. But mostly because he might have fucked me various times last year. <laughs> Literally, he's a great fantasy tight end. He, that's he is, like, he's, he's the best he's fantasy good. tight end. He was, all, he was all Lamar had to throw to. Yeah, that's he. All, that's all he has to throw to now. <laughs> Special. So, Ryan, right, what are your uh, who are your top three tight ends? That's man. That's uh. Right, that's my audio tough. just totally cut out. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> my audio just totally cut out. Can you hear us now? Are you good? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we're good. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rob, take a second to think about it. You you gave yourself a hard question. <laughs> I know. Um, I don't know why I had to answer it. Uh, I'd probably say, what would you say again, Caleb? Can you repeat what you said? I said Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, and Kittle. That'd probably be my list. Maybe Kelsey won. I don't know. I think we'll do so I think that's probably what I'd have. I think Kittle and Pitts are very interchangeable. Yeah. I I don't. I I love Mark Andrews, but I don't have him in my top three, man. That's. I, I think Kittle's the best in the league as, when he's healthy. And I think Travis Kelsey's a close second. And then I think Kyle Pitts is the third best. Kyle Pitts is, like, not even fair, in my opinion. He's like a cheat code in real life. Right. And then, do we do a bottom three? Do you want to do a bottom three as well, Revived? Give us a bottom three list. Bro, I don't know if I can name bottom three. I might be sitting here all day. But if you guys want to go for it, that's, uh, go ahead. Just a bottom three prompt? Yeah. Oh, you want me to do, like, a different prompt? 
Yeah. Yeah, we usually do different ones. If we do bottom uh, three tight ends, we could just name three unsigned free agents. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, we think. Hmm. Ooh, okay. Bottom three. Uh, bottom three receiving core. Ooh. Ooh. I, okay, I already know who my number one worst is. It's the Bears. Mm-hmm. I was just, yeah. Um, I was going to say the Bears, too. Bottom three receiving I might say that was actually kind of difficult because, like, every team kind of has, like, except, except for the Bears, obviously. But I feel like every team has, like, one person that's kind of, like, not awful, but still, like, yeah, it doesn't make the whole receiving core good because that one guy's not awful. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Uh, number one's the Bears for me. Number two is the Titans. Because uh, the Titans, oh yeah, they have just nothing. lost. Yeah, they lost. They got the one rookie receiver, who might be good. Um, and then number three, I'd probably go with. Um, God, it's so difficult to come up with these tight ends sometimes. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, Damn, part of me wants to say the Texans, but I think Brandon Cooks is too good to have the rest of the team bring him down to bottom three. Right. Um, I don't know. I, know, I was going to say the Jets, too, but they got Corey Davis and Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, Bears, Titans, and... Ooh, I might hit you guys with one that I don't think y'all are going to agree with, but I think. Oh, it'll be I know, a... I know my number three, the the Falcons. All they have is oh. Drake London and Kyle Pitts, mm-hmm. but we don't even know if Drake London's going to be good. But if we're talking about four wide receivers, and excluding the tight ends, so excluding Kyle Pitts, like yes, I, I think they're pretty awesome. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to lie, that's a that's a that's a good one. I didn't even think about the Falcons. Yeah, so uh, my list would go Bears, Titans, Falcons. Yeah, I'd say that probably. I, 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 I'd put actually the Falcons. Yeah, I'd have them three because I think the receiving court's better. Yeah. What about you, Caleb? Honestly, I have the same list. I was thinking about the Cardinals, but I think about more about how if D Hop wasn't suspended. Um. I think yeah. I think honestly, I might have the same list. Yeah. Um, I, I, one that you think we won't agree with revived. Uh, I was going to say something, but I don't think so anywhere after you said Falcons because I just realized the Falcons, they have nobody. Maybe the maybe the Jags, too. Could be another one to throw under there. They at least have Christian Kirk. Yeah, yeah that's the one I was going to say because I don't think Christian Kirk is like that good. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think Christian Kirk's that good either. I don't either. I think I he's think way he's better pitched. than everybody the Falcons have. That That's also true. I don't think he's better than Cal Pitts. Well, no, I'm just talking about pure wide receivers. When I was saying core, I was talking about basically every receiver. Like, you know, oh, any, okay. the whole, like, receiving core. Tight ends, they're receivers, so, yeah. That's what I was talking about. 
I guess. <sighs> yeah. I was also going to say maybe the Panthers, but. Also, uh, random news. The Dolphins just signed Trey Flowers. Really? Yeah. They added a pass rusher. I knew, I knew, um, I knew he was going to get signed soon. I just didn't know. Man, the Dolphins. Aaron Tyrod Taylor card in the locker building a team. I think the Dolphins are, they, they could be competitors. Like, in the next couple I of years. I think they're the second best team in that division. Yeah, I think, I think they can be competitors. I think they can be, you know, I think they're a playoff team right now because the NFC is just fucking. Well, they're AFC. Oh, they are. Yeah, they look really good. I think they're going to be really good. They, yeah, I just, the it all depends on... In their own division is the Bills. Yeah. I think obviously. they're better than the Patriots and obviously better than the Jets. Yeah. Braden uh, sent me a... Sn- or, uh, <laughs> something on Twitter. He just said, podcast news. Weed smoke. Weed smoke. Someone <laughs> in the Browns game got caught with a bag that looks like weed. Oh, my God. On the Browns, on the Browns, I, I sent the Browns, to the, uh, of course, to the, to the fantasy lads chat. But it looks like a bag of of weed. It or it looks, it's a bag of something. It looks like a bag of something. It doesn't look it's anything. Probably, yeah, it's probably not actually weed, but that's funny that it happened to the Browns. Yeah, that's <laughs> the Cleveland Thugs strike again. <laughs> But um, anyway, I you know this was a nice little, uh, a good little hour and ten minutes podcast. Um, if you guys enjoyed watching this podcast and um, you know enjoyed what you watched, leave it, drop a sub on the channel. Um, if you're watching on Spotify, which this is going up um, the day after, you know hit a follow. I think what do you do on Spotify? Do you do follow? I, I guess I think I, I don't really know what you do on, on Spotify. But just you know keep track. You know like the podcast. You know add it to your playlist or whatever. I, I don't know what you do on Spotify, but if you're listening on Spotify, you're a goat anyway. Um, any uh, Gaetano, since you are a guest, do you have any closing remarks? Uh, the only closing remarks I have to say is Soulbound, the Steelers suck. Well, since you're a, since you're a Broncos fan, give us a uh, give us a Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I think it's probably one of my favorite memes that came out of the uh, preseason. It, it literally is the Broncos oh, country. Let's ride. Let's ride. It's so funny. I love it. Uh, Austin, do you have any closing remarks? Joe Burrow MVP. Just like you know, I think he's saying that every week until it happens. Every week until it happens, and if it happens. We'll see what happens. He's gonna jinx it, dude. He's gonna, he's gonna be like the runner-up. No, he's not. Don't say that. <laughs> Bengals country. I will, Let's I ride. will come in in a Joe Burrow like outfit. The shit he used to wear last year. The big fur coats. Oh yeah, the, the Gucci shirts and on. What? Yeah. What do you What do you say? He said. He said I make too much money for my diamonds to be fake. Yeah. That's my fucking quarterback. Literally. I like in the whole thing with uh, Jamar saying that he dresses Burrow. He's like, no, he don't. No, he doesn't. What are you talking about? <laughs> and Jamar's like, I'm sorry. I did not mean to say it. <laughs> oh, that was funny. But uh, anyway, I think that's going to wrap up the podcast. 
Uh, if you guys, again. Closing remarks, Caleb? Oh. Bengals country? That's right. That's that's my closing. That's right. But, uh, I've got yeah. a copyright. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, if you guys, again, enjoyed the podcast, go follow us on TikTok. We have a, um, a, a, tr- a link tree, I think is what they call it, where we have all of our links, me and, uh, me and Austin's link will be down there. I will actually, I got a link revives, um, his Twitter link in the description. I'll do that after this is done. Um, but go check out revived. He does a lot of stuff on Twitter and he also streams some Madden. So go check him out. You know, obviously he got some football knowledge. If you want to, you know, argue about him with some fantasy picks, you know, go to his Twitch chat. And, um, what, what did they call you on your Twitch chat? When I joined your Twitch stream revived, everyone was calling you a fat loser. I felt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh my Dude. God. Yo, this the stream is crazy, but that's what it that's what makes it fun. <laughs> but uh yeah, go check out Revived and uh yeah. Catch us back next week. Uh next week we might change the time to ten AM, something early. You know, I will we'll update you guys on, on TikTok, so make sure you guys go to that link tree, follow our TikTok, because we'll put um we put uh updates on there. And yeah. I'll see you guys later. Yeah.